Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply hello and welcome to the Tacticus podcast, what a roller coaster of emotions, especially if you're Costa Rican. You're at some point when it was 2 1, you were probably levitating. Yep. So I'm sorry that it didn't work out for you, but I'm happy that you had that moment that you'll no one will ever take away from you. At one point, you guys were going through against all odds, but that was taken away from you because. <laughs> Kai Havertz came in and scored a couple goals, and Germany won 4-2. Overturned it. Diego, wow. It kind of worked out for Spain. Kind of worked out for the best. It did, massively. It actually worked out great for you because Germany are out. And now Spain has to play Morocco instead of uh, Croatia. Croatia. And avoid Brazil. Let's not forget, avoiding Brazil, if Spain, if we beat Morocco, move on to the next round, we would most likely meet uh, Portugal instead of Brazil. So avoiding Brazil is a big one. No, listen, I, I've been telling all my friends, uh, Lucho, listen to me. I texted him. I said, listen, it's going to be all right. We know the Germans, the Germans, they're going to go all out for the win. Drop a couple of points. Hear me out. It's going to be okay against the Japanese um, just show that you can dominate them, that, that we are clearly superior. Let them have their crazy 10 minutes, overturn the score, then, then apply the pressure. Put Ansu in. Put Ansu in. Actually, I, that was the first thing I said. And then we can, sh- we can show, you know, the world in a final few minutes that, of course, we can still tie the game and we'll play intense, you know, energetic football, tiki taka, great chances. And, uh, we will go through, <clears throat> give Germany the illusion uh, that we tried. We avoid Croatia and Brazil in a process. Happy days, few, close call. <laughs> like you said, Costa Rica were through. <laughs> And Germany and Spain were out for a few minutes. That was nuts. This this was nuts. So, 
I, you know, as you know, I mean, this is kind of a post game show for both of sorts because I did not watch Spain, but I watched Germany. Yeah. So between right. you and I, between the Churros and the Tacticas, we covered it all. And that's what makes Churros the Tacticas so we can report on both <laughs> games. But I kind of have no idea how the Spain game actually went other than looking okay. at the numbers. I just know Spain had a lot of the uh-huh. ball. The second half seemed to be different from the first half. So why don't you talk me through what happened in that game? Right. So, I mean, first half, it was as you would expect um, from this Spain side. A lot of domination, a lot of possession, very comfortable on the ball. What was missing is what we sometimes see missing with these teams that enjoy having a lot of possession of the ball is that um, urgency, as I call it, right? There wasn't a lot of chances being created. Uh, It felt like in second or third gear, Spain felt like they could take care of business. Obviously, Morata with a great goal um, managed to put Spain ahead. And it felt like job done. Uh, At least that's the impression that the players sort of gave off, right? And, 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 I mean, I was, I was going to say perhaps for a good reason, but not really, and especially not in these kind of tournaments. And I thank the Japanese for, uh, giving us a stark and, and, and stern reminder and, and reality check moving into the knockout stage, showing us that anything can happen. And this is not done until the fat lady sings, right? Um, because in the second half, in the span of, and you, you're going to have to, or I, I can check it now, Kian, I think it's, no more than a minute or or two that the Japan managed to get two quick goals back. I think there is controversy. I didn't check Twitter um, with regards to the decision of the the two one because, to my understanding, to what I saw and to what other friends are, are texting me as well, is uh, the ball went out. So there's a lot of questions well sorry you wouldn't have seen it let me describe it to you I basically saw one japan image, scored it but i i don't know anything uh, else yeah right okay so but it, it 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 they crossed the ball that was you know for the vast part of it had gone over the line over the touch line right so out for a goal kick uh but i guess by the slimmest sliverest of margins um it was still on the line. The ball was still touching the line. So the 2-1 went in and that really, really rattled Spain. Uh, and it forced uh, Lucho to make a lot of changes and really apply, <clears throat> put in, I don't want to say the big guns, but certainly I guess the uh, his more reliable go-to in Jordi Alba in particular, I would say, uh, counting on him sort of bombing up and down the left flank and uh you know, doing what he does. Uh, he brought on Ansu as well. He brought on Ferran. Um, firepower, obviously, stacking the front. I was uh, a little bit surprised. Well, uh, let me take this by parts. So, and really at that point in time, I mean, with the score as well, obviously against and having the scare of Costa Rica actually leading you know being up one on germany it was a all of a sudden a whole different spain that all of a sudden realized they needed to get their act together and their shit together and really turn it up a notch because this is the world cup and uh, if you're not taking this serious each and every single minute and second that you're out there um you can pay for it in this in, in in the blink of an eye and and it was really that close until naturally germany what was it, it ended four two um, and with that two goal cushion, 
for the Germans and also the goal cushion, obviously, that Spain still has. I think Germany still had to score five goals, if I'm not mistaken. Did they want to go through ahead of Spain in, in second place? Having that, you know, kind of reliable goal cushion and, and, and goal advantage over the Germans, um, you felt that sort of Spain was happy to keep possession um, and try to create chances and still at least tie the game. And uh, They could have. Uh, there were several chances for uh, Dani Olmo. Um, you know, I felt that, and, and, and call me bias here, but I felt that the presence of Ansu gave the front line and also the fullbacks, uh, even the midfield, so many more options. Just the way that he moves uh, is, is constantly moving. He's constantly drawing either defenders with him or running into open spaces where Pedri and, and Jordi Alban can find him. Um, and I felt that really gave... The, the the Spanish offense more space more options and um, but you know before I, I let me refrain myself from going into an Ansu rant which I'm I'm really keen to do uh, because I was very disappointed Kian as you uh, you you know or as you can imagine when I saw the starting eleven without Ansu in it and but also I mean Asensio. <clears throat> uh he gave and uh, you know he brought on uh, uh, Marco Asensio as well so it. it I felt that with that, we kind of got to see the Spain of old. And by that mean the Spain that we saw against Costa Rica, mainly where it was possession, but with intent, right? With intent passing, with a, a clear uh, a dynamism or this, this dynamic, this vibrance to it, where they were just going for goal and, and they were you know playing with a chip on their shoulder and putting the Japanese under pressure. Again, credit to the Japanese, credit to Japan. Congratulations for going through. Well-deserved. Beating Germany, beating Spain. Who would have thought, who would have said before the tournament that, uh, you know, the Japanese would be <laughs> two of the world world's most dominant footballing countries, right? Um, and, yeah, that, that's a wrap of, of that pretty much. Well, look, it's, it's, it's amazing that Japan just basically <clears throat> what we now know is they beat the two toughest opponents in this group and then lost to the, to the team. Yeah. Um, they, they yeah. would have penciled in as the easiest or the bunny of this group, the, the one that you just kind of like a, take three points as a freebie. It's amazing. It's like I'm hearing you describe the Spain performance, and it's like all the Spain questions we always have. It's like it's coming up again. What's concerning to me is that you look at the Japan goals, you look at the Germany um, chances against Spain, and you look at just their weaknesses in general. It, it's going to take a minute or two for them to unravel in in moments, and this goes back and and and. Part of the lack of urgency I think you described in some ways is, I suppose, fair if you're Spain in that it would have really, really taken an earth-shattering miracle for them to be knocked out tonight. It just so happened that maybe it wasn't as crazy as we thought it was going to be for that to happen. Maybe we overlooked the fact that Japan can beat Spain. We overlooked the fact that Costa Rica, after losing 7 nothing. We thought we're not capable of doing of even crossing the halfway line for the rest of this tournament, and they go up two one versus Germany, and it wasn't that unthinkable. And this goes all the way back to we recorded a post game show after Spain Germany, 
Sané has a breakaway at the end of that game. If he scores yeah. that breakaway, it's the biggest what if of the group stage for me. If he scores that breakaway, Spain are out tonight. Like that's it. Mm. They're they're no longer in control of their fate if they lose to Japan. So they got really lucky in that moment. And my concern for them is that that moment is going to occur again, I think, at some point in this tournament. And the thing with Croatia is that, well, they're not playing Croatia. The thing with Morocco is that they're kind of this tight-knit defensive unit that has the wild card of, you know, really pacey overloads and full backs that can punish their high line, get in behind their wing backs. We know that Carvajal, if he starts, is a bit shaky. You know, whoever's being put on the left back could be hit or miss. Gnabry gave Alba some problems uh, in that game. Azpilicueta may be preferred for defensive purposes. Atraf and Mazda, we can get him behind. Ziek is dangerous on the counter. You know, they have at least some kind of formula to, to have at least one or two chances against Spain in that game. And I'm just fascinated to see the variance, man. The variance with the Spain team is fascinating. Really fascinating. It's it's <clears throat> the way they dominated that first half. I, I would imagine you would have been rather bored watching it because the Japanese looked a, a shadow of themselves. I mean, they were literally chasing ch- chasing shadows across the pitch and. Uh, Lucho side looked so comfortable on the ball, uh, you know, passing the ball. There was not, I can't say there were a lot of chances created in, in, in the first half because there, there weren't. And that was, you know, it was that pass in the final third that was missing. We hear and we see it with, with Chavis Barça often as well. We hear him complain or, or mention it in press conferences, right? It's, uh, the, 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 the bravery, uh, the daring to either take also force an outside shot. Danny Olmo tried, but they were very weak shots and, uh, you know, they were badly timed or uh, from strange angles, uh, angles and strange positions. But something was coming from him. Uh, but other than that, there was just not much coming from this Spain side offensively, even though they had a very clear idea of, okay, you know, we want the ball. We have the ball. We're, We've got the Japanese on the back foot. We're finding each other. But what's missing is that pass into the final third and actually make, uh, you know, an intentful, purposeful move, run, pass, and, and, and eventually shot on goal. That was just not there. Um, and again, we saw that only after the 2-1, once the Japanese had gone up, it was like all of a sudden it was a different game and a different Spain altogether. So I don't know if, you know, I get your worries and, and maybe that is the Achilles heel and the down, eventual downfall or possible downfall, I should say, hopefully not, but possible downfall of, of this Spain side and what will prevent uh, us from winning the World Cup. On the other hand, you know, when push comes to shove, when there is uh, more electricity, more urgency uh, or uncertainty in the air, like a knockout phase in those kind of games, a one-off, a head-to-head <clears throat> Playing with that uh, intent and and that that energy that we saw in the, those final ten minutes, you know, you still have to say that 
Spain is the side to beat. Um, and I know that that maybe is not a popular thing to say now. I, I don't, you know, <laughs> I'm not, not accusing no, our listeners, but fair. a lot of the press seem to, you know, they, 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 when it's 7-0, it's, oh, amazing. You know, we're, we're world champions. And when it's a 1-1 against Germany or now after this, there might be a thousand questions and criticisms aimed at, at Luis Enrique. I still think, you know, that the, the foundation and the, the idea of this team is, is very good and good enough to make a, a run deep into the tournament. I think I think it's fair to say that Spain are the team to be. I don't think that that is an unfounded statement. I think what I acknowledge is that they're the team to beat and also the team to exploit. And like, look, every team has strengths and weaknesses. So, you know, we don't need to sit here and only focus on Spain's weakness when every team has it. I just think that... Um, whether it's right or wrong, Luchos will be magnified a lot once that inevitable if 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 that collapse comes, I'll, I'll reward it because his some of his questions are question or some of his decisions are questionable, right? You know? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. yeah. But I but I don't I don't think it's you know, we we can simultaneously wax lyrical over the seven nil, but also be critical about you know, some of the other stuff. And, and I think that's the point. I just don't think, I don't think any team in this tournament has the variance that's, that Spain has. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't, mm. I don't know if Brazil has the same, the same kind of variance. Defensive think, liabilities. Yeah. I, oh, I don't even right. think France also has that same kind of variance. But I think Spain has like the, the high and the low to the extreme. And, that's what makes them so fascinating, you know. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So I'll give you also just a rundown of what happened in Germany, Costa Rica. Please. Not, not <coughs> that it really matters too much, but... <coughs> Um, it's basically how was, was Costa Rica leading at some point? Yeah, I'm very curious to hear this, this. The scenes were incredible. I mean, basically, how this game went was like the first half was kind of similar to Germany versus Japan, where they're totally in control, they have a lot of the ball, they're generating a bunch of chances. Musiala playing out of his mind like amazing dribbling like he's just on fire he just can't score he's dribbling past four or five players he's cutting in he's shooting uh just a menace for costa rica all night they're in control and in the second half there's a couple of just lapses costa rica score one one where they play a ball into um 
the half space where Rudiger is. Rudiger gets dragged over. And then the cutback comes. Costa Rica, I think, newer saves. Then there's a couple of rebounds that Germany is just not defending at all. And then after that, another goal comes. It just completely out of nowhere. And they're up 2-1. And then they have some counterattacks. And then basically until Havertz comes on, Rudiger is like this one-man defensive machine because Germany are pushing. They can't lose the game, obviously. And it's just this fascinating thing. And, and I obviously, I'm not watching Spain, Japan, but in my mind, like, okay, Spain are losing to Japan. It's impossible that Spain don't just come back and score four or five goals because I'm looking at what, how the first half went and all the possession stats. I'm like, okay, Japan scored two goals. Like, there's no way, there's no way that this, that holds. It turns out that that held. And Germany are the ones who did their part in the end. But listen, man, Germany had shot themselves in the foot long before this game. This was the damage was done. Can't I still can't believe that Sané missed at the end of the Spain game? Really, really would have just turned this game on it on its head. But as we said, man, I say you wish Sané scored. Say it, boy. You know, man, as a Real Madrid fan, we got. Cool this this is from a guy that used to say we when talking about the Spanish net. Wasn't that long ago, Kian? I remember we were talking about Spain. I still support Spain. I still support Spain. I'm like, I, from a Real Madrid fan perspective, we got Courtois coming home early. We got Rudiger coming home early. They're basically joining Cruz and, and co. Uh, getting some Benzema. extended rest. Is Benzema coming back? No, nah, I don't think so. Is he so. going back to the World there's Cup? Some, there's something fishing going on there, man. Yeah. Something real fishy. I think there's some definitely something happening behind the scenes that we don't know about that they just were like, you know what? I think you should go home. I don't know if it's politics with Mbappe, some politics with Deschamps. Let's spin mm. this story. Let's make it seem like you're injured. I'm not. I think he's injured. I'm not doubting that part. But it's kind of fishy to me as to like why he just left the national team. Because he's not for sure missing the whole World Cup. You'd think he would stick around and be with the team, right? As a spiritual leader. Sure. And if he can play, he just comes on, you know, but he just left. Is he that though? I wonder, I mean, how much integrated and how well he integrated is he is with the Spanish or the French national side, given his past as well, obviously. I mean, he had was banned from the national side for most of the time. And, you know, maybe there's lingering political, you know, politics, dressing room politics. And not necessarily with players, but with technical staff, things lingering there. I'm just speculating here, obviously. But uh, well, you remember the UEFA. It's, Nations it's an odd League. one. In the UEFA Nations League, <clears throat> he and France were both amazing. Remember the the Benzema yeah. goal against Spain? Of course, was it the, the semifinal goal. or yeah. final. It, everything seemed yeah. to be clicking fine there, and I don't know if something mm. changed because of the Mbappe thing, or or maybe Giroud is playing well there as a different kind of player yeah, it's a different dynamic when it's been so funny on the field you know because because Benzema, oh, Griezmann and Mbappe are kind of mm. similar in the sense that they both like to drop and link up and not play as a pure striker and, mm. and it mm. seems because okay. of that Giroud fits in like it's hard to have all three of them on the field is basically what I'm saying and if you have one of them as a pure striker like Giroud it, it, see, well, it definitely worked in their first game and their second game. Um, so I, I don't know. Even it, Tunisia. Yeah. So it's, yeah, that, that, that whole thing is kind of fishy to me, to be honest. But 
So I was going to say even Tunisia, th- despite losing, it, it felt like a draw would have been the right result there. Not that. Well, once France started making them. their subs at the end and and stop and stopped because they had a whole like B team thing going on to start that game, right? Because mm-hmm. they had only qualified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that is po- po- if you're a Real Madrid fan, then that is definitely you know positive news. Uh, having key players of your squad check out early, despite the disappointment, I would imagine that they feel uh, for not having advanced deeper into the the tournament but um it's it's uh yeah i i it's setting up some interesting um round of 16 so far I'm, i want to i know we don't have that much time here keon and i kind of i'm realizing i'm am i shouting i don't know i can't be uh talk too loud the kiddos are sleeping but we uh we've got first up i believe that's the first game if not mistaken no sorry that that's the first games are saturday at four but uh, from the confirmed um, round of 16, Holland against US, who are you going with? From what you've seen. Two teams that I'm not that impressed Especially with. the US. Um, no. I will say this all. about US. It's amazing that they've only scored <laughs> two goals in the group stage. Or is it one? Mm. No, it's two. And they've managed to come out of the group stage. And, and it's a testament to their defense. So at least defensively, they've been able to limit chances. And um, but I, and Holland barely creates them. So <laughs> Same with U.S. U.S. barely creates them too, and that's the thing. And, and so mm. I don't know. It's kind of Holland should win. I'm rooting for Holland. I'll root for Holland. I'll say that. Yeah, over yeah. US. All right, there we go. Yeah. I'm I'm uh, quietly scared. I've got a bad feeling. I I have left. I've been left with a sour taste, particular after that. The Netherlands Qatar. This is uh, an odd Oranje that is lacking in all kinds of intensity. Uh, in reference to what we were talking about before, I don't don't see a deep run. Um, if we beat US. Which the reason I say if is is because I think Ronya is the, are the only ones we we're the only ones that can lose this game and I think against like this oddly like motivated inspired we're American for the country like <laughs> I could see this game you know us drop this game two one or something or one nil or or one one and go out in penalties uh you know. If we do make it through Australia, Argentina, you know, I guess we're facing Argentina next. So, uh, Oyoi for the Socceroos, if we have any Aussie listeners, historic, first time in history they've advanced to the latter stage. So, uh, that was, that was crazy. Did you see that one? Mexico still scoring the third goal, knocking, uh, Poland out. Yeah, I mean, and I was then, watching Argentina uh, Poland, a... but it, at the very end, because the Mexico game ended yeah. after, the, you know, they showed yeah. that one at the end, and yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, listen, man, the World Cup has been crazy. <coughs> so you've 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 so you've got Holland through Argentina through, and then Argentina against Holland. You're you're picking Argentina, I suppose. I am the semis, right? The bracket it seems to be bouncing Argentina's way, is it not? 
Well, let's see. On the other side, we've got, uh, or on the, over here, it's so Croatia are through. So Croatia will be playing Japan. Uh, goodness gracious. And then 1G against 1H, or excuse me, 1G against 2H. So that'll be Brazil against uh, either Ghana, depending on what happens tomorrow, of course, assuming that Portugal will qualify first. They've got seven points, Ghana second and third. <clears throat> so unless Uruguay, Uruguay uh, beats Ghana, which which can happen, they will qualify second. So it... And, and South Korea still can qualify second. So it's between Uruguay, Ghana, and South Korea. They will uh, face Brazil and Croatia, like I said, Japan. So then the quarterfinals will be either Croatia or Japan. Who are we going to pick? I'm, I'm going to pick Japan. They're going to stun Croatia. It's not crazy. The difference between the two big teams that... Japan have knocked off Germany and uh, Spain and Croatia is that Croatia will play deeper. Croatia will play a little more compact mm. defensively and, and, right. and right. not give Japan Good some point. space and transition. So we'll see how that goes. I don't know. It sounds to me like once we know the official bracket, we'll actually have to sit down and go through it because it's kind of all over the place right now. But but um, wait, wait, just hear me out here. Hypotheticals, huh? but yeah. Japan, Brazil, quarterfinal, Brazil, Argentina, semifinal. You want some ratings? You got some ratings right there. That'll be tasty. Um, <clears throat> the other thing is that Ghana Uruguay tomorrow mm-hmm. is the entire nation of Ghana and the players and the coaching staff are wanting revenge for the Suarez handball. Remember that twelve <laughs> years ago? Of course. And uh, yeah. I don't know if you saw, but a reporter, a Ghana reporter, asked Suarez. He said. You're the devil in Ghana, and you haven't apologized for the handball yet. Oh, my God. And uh, Went straight for the jugular, huh? And Suarez was like, why should I apologize? It's the Ghana player who missed the penalty, not me. He should apologize. Mm. And he's right. He's, <laughs> he's right. right. That is so true. He took a red card. It was, you know, and that was and- a moment. That was a moment. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, and, and also, I just don't trust Uruguay at all. They they stink, man. There's they've been mm. so bad this World Cup. They definitely definitely could see Ghana winning that game. Definitely, especially with the fire. Like Suarez also said that he doesn't think that Ghana will think about revenge. I I think I I, I don't I think Ghana are circling that. I think they've been circling that since the draw was made. Interesting. So that'll be fascinating. That'll yeah. be great to watch, bro. Let's wrap it here. So, uh, um, Spain Morocco. Sure, quickly, Spain, Morocco. Okay. Uh, no, who I you go got? Spain. So potentially Spain, Portugal, corridor, huh? Spain, Quarter Portugal, final. and I think, I think Spain probably beats Portugal too. But let's see. Portugal at least has some. Don't some tell Pierce Morgan talent. that. Pierce yeah. will be fine. And they got Cristiano Ronaldo's. Hairs, hair follicles, scoring so goals. They're, they're potent follicles, man. They are potent. They are potent. <laughs> There's a lot of gel. <laughs> um, man, I, I don't know what it is, but this the timing of this podcast has not worked out so far for us to really talk about Argentina after the games. Hi. That's my cue, by the way. I got to go. <laughs>
That's all good. Yeah, with I'm me, coming. I'm Do you like want to come say hi? Okay, be quick. Yeah, but um, I feel like Argentina at some point. <laughs> yeah, say hi. What's happening, YouTube. little man? Hi. Say hi. YouTube. Hello, hello. Hi, YouTube. Look at you too. Look at me, 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 and your dad. You hi, too. Hi. YouTube. Later, later. All right. Uh, well, Diego, this was fun. Yeah, all over the place. I don't even know what we talked about today, but um, it was good stuff. We didn't even talk about Belgium crashing out, imploding, all that stuff. I did talk about it on Managing Madrid today, if anyone's interested. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's been a crazy World a little, the, the The dressing room issues on the last part. Yeah, we did. Yeah. All right. We'll be back, I guess, after Spain uh, and <laughs> Morocco. Yeah. And uh, I think we're doing that for patron, patrons over on patreon.com slash churrositactica. So. Wunderbar. Yeah. Deutschland, auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen, Deutschland. Bye-bye. Again, again, once again, crashing out in the group stage. Tschüss. Tschüss. I'm Viel sorry, Spaß. German fans. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Peace out. Take care. Later. Dankeschön. Ciao. Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.